Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast. I appreciate you joining me this October day. We started our day in a very zen-like state. We went to an area a little bit north of us where the ocean comes in. It comes inland to the intercoastal. It's like this, uh, if you can envision it, like a big circle. Uh, an elongated kind of an oval, really. You have the ocean over here, and then along the way you have inlets that bring you to the intercoastal, which runs parallel to the Atlantic, but it's all the Atlantic with land in between, if you can follow me on that. So it's a great place to go because the ocean is there, the inlet is there, it's all um, very, it's very peaceful if you decide to make it that way. You have to make it that way in your own head because there are other people there. There, it's a place where you can go and park your car if you want to. Um, limited space, but you can do that. They have a restroom there, which is nice. They have picnic tables scattered around, and it connects to another really nice park. So yeah, there are people there, but there are these great stone benches along the way. And that's what we usually do. We sit there and um, and just watch the the waves. And boats will come by. Some of them going way too fast, in my opinion. They need to be ticketed for for the wake they create. And plus, it's dangerous. But all of that aside, it was a, a wonderful way to start the week on this Monday. Uh, and then um, come home and have a great lunch. So uh, that's what it's all about. Quite a few things to talk about with you today, having to do, speaking of lunch, having to do with food. This weekend, I Gary was all up into football, which is something he loves. He doesn't play golf. He doesn't do anything like that. Um, and so football has been his passion as a watcher, not a player, but as a watcher, for a long time and that's what he how he relaxes and he's worked hard since a very young age when he started mowing grass to earn money to buy the things he wanted and he's never stopped he's still working today so I'm always happy when football season starts I like to give him a hard time about it in jest but I'm very happy because everyone needs their passion they need a release for their brain they need something they care about doing. That means perhaps nothing to anyone else, but we all should have that. I do. For me, it's music. My headphones slapped on to my head, and I, it takes me away. It gives me my private time with my own head and my own thoughts. And so on the weekends, he watches football. He has. He used to watch it with my dad, and it was great because they were up into the game very, especially my dad, made a lot of noise, a lot of racket, using a lot of salty language. So I miss I miss my dad in that he can't, doesn't have my dad to watch it with anymore and hasn't for a very long time. But while he does that, I find other things to amuse myself, and it varies. Uh, but I decided that I would watch a cooking show with a very famous in the United Kingdom woman named Mary Berry. Now, that's not her real name. That's her professional name. Her her real name is, it's kind of long. She has like two middle names, but it's Mary um, Hung, Hunges 
is her is her real last name. But she's known, has been known forever as Mary Berry. And I binged on the whole thing watching her cook and exchange ideas with other people. And the, the first thing that really jumped out at me, she uses an electric range. Now, this woman has had this vast career. She started out, she at a very young age, with food in various forms, recipe testing, PR firm work. She would go into people's homes and show them how to use their new kitchen appliances. So she's really worked hard. She's in her 80s now, still working. And like Gary, like I said about Gary, has worked hard her whole life doing what she's passionate about. And it all has to do with food. But I was really interested to see, because real gourmet cooks, and I, myself included, have used a, a gas range uh, in the past, and my mom and Gary's mom both used gas. We can't do that in condominium living where we are in South Florida because of hurricanes and boom, you know, building gas. And that's okay. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, I'm not a snob about stuff like that. It's I roll with it. But I found it interesting that she was using an electric range for all her magnificent cooking. She's a very soft-spoken woman, and as she goes and talks to people in the great in the Great Britain area in Great Britain, they have things called allotments, and it's where people have plots of land. It's not at their home; it's somewhere else where they grow their garden, where they grow flowers or whatever. It's it's an allotment, if you want to look it up, in Great Britain. So she visited one man who has been growing gardens since he was a child, uh, guided by his father at a very young age. It's a passion for him. So she did a lot of cooking and uh, sharing with these other people. And... But she also gave some really good tips. And one thing that um, that I want to find, it's a, it's a little gadget. It's like a can opener, literally a, a, a jar opener. It, it pops your jars off. As a matter of fact, I made chicken salad for lunch today, and I had to have Gary open something for me. Sometimes I can use a spoon to lift it and pop that seal, but I couldn't today because the jar was small and there was no no room to get leverage. But this little gadget hooks on to the jar and does that very thing. It pops up. So I I really do need, I really do want to to find that little gadget. Uh, So she shared other things like uh, using a spoon to uh, like say uh, your can, a can good or even a soda, whatever, has the pop top thing and you can't really get it with your finger. You can't, it'll break a nail or it is just hard to get. Use a spoon, lift that up, but that's not it. Then you take the spoon and continue to use the spoon with leverage to open your the, the top of your can good, which can be very difficult um, to get to to get all the way off so i found that to be a very interesting little little tidbit uh, to do but if you get a chance look her up mary berry and if you see her shows just watch them it's relaxing and it's very zen someone told me this weekend whenever music is played that's supposed to calm you it doesn't it does the opposite but really rocking music 
does calm them. So it's to each their own. But um, I find her delivery and her demeanor uh, very soothing and very relaxing. Of course, I'm all about trends. I'm all about reading lists, and I don't believe in any of them. But another list came out today, Decorating Trends for 2023. Um, a lot of it is uh, stuff I've talked about before, open concept going away. People aren't that thrilled with it. Um, but Really, uh, the bottom line about decorating to me is to do what you want. To make your home your haven. Just recently, we've made two or three changes with lighting and lights and, and so forth. But some of these suggestions for what to ditch for 2023, really very silly, like lazy boy, get your, get rid of your lazy boy. Well, many people need a lazy boy, number one. And number two... Some of them are very, very modern and very stylish. You don't even know that they're a lazy boy because they're so modern and absolutely beautiful. Uh, glass blocks, well, they've been out for ages. I love them. I will always love them. I don't care what. All of the farm geared decorating is O-U-T. It is out. Labeling things like putting up kitchen in your kitchen or blessings in your kitchen all of that signage out 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 one thing that was very exciting to me and um i have chosen family that this just is is like a, a glove that fits so mm. luxury decorating is coming back with a force in 2023 now the problem with that luxurious fabrics and colors and 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 the appointments the the different things that you use to decorate um the problem with that for regular people if you're not able to be in the design world and have that kind of budget and who is in the real world plenty of people around where i live but regular people like me not so much at all so it takes a while to get to places where I go, like Home Goods, Tuesday morning, you know, those kind of places. But I was really thrilled to see that luxury decorating in your living room and your bedrooms, are those are coming back. But our good, good friends that truly are chosen family, uh, they already have that. They have that better than anyone I know. Luxurious fabric beautiful fabric, beautiful appointments. So that was kind of exciting for me to see. I was really happy to see that. Oh, guess what? Pumpkin pie martinis are the thing. Just saw that today. Uh, if you have listened to my prior podcast, you know that is not the thing for me. <laughs> uh, but that is a thing that's just going wild. Um, another thing that, um, another uh, another list that I read this morning early morning drinking coffee, reading these crazy lists, how you as an American are spotted when you travel around. And we travel a lot. And well, you know, we used to travel a lot more. We're slowly getting back after what we've all been through as, as a world. But uh, first and foremost, it's obvious that you're a tourist, that you are not from, that you're not a local. 
um, you open your mouth and, and they know, <laughs> first of all, rarely do Americans speak the local language. They just don't. But here's some other tip-offs that we as Americans do. We tend to talk to servers in a way that we do at home, and, and, it's, and we really shouldn't because it confuses them. They just want to bring you your coffee and be on their way or whatever. And we want to engage in them, talk to them, and, and even on cruises, it's like let them go do their job. It's like... Thank you and please, those are very much needed and appreciated, but they really don't care where you're from because they don't have any concept, and I'm quoting from this article, uh, where anything is in America other than the general states that are popular, Los Angeles, Hollywood, Miami, things like that. But basically, our country is so large compared to other places, they they really don't bother because it means nothing to them. They they get nothing from that. This was um, interesting to me because it was kind of confusing. When you wear uh, socks with sandals, you're an American. Well, I've been to plenty of places out of this country where men, it was talking about men really, wearing socks with sandals, and they weren't American. So I'm not too sure about that. Wearing athletic shoes all the time, they don't do that, and that's a big, big tip-off when we always are doing that. Always rushing around, seeing people walk down the street drinking and eating. They don't do that as much, and they wonder why Americans are always in a rush. But the, one of the biggest tip-offs for the giveaways as Americans, we speak very loudly. We want everyone to hear our conversations. That's their perception. So we need to bring that down a notch, apparently, and lower our voices just a little bit. Um, oh, hey, back to Mary Berry for just a second. One thing I learned from her cooking, her baking, is she uses sugar called Costa sugar. And Gary did a little research on that. And we think it's the sugar from, from Costa Rica. People call it Costa Costa. Um, I always call it Costa, um, but that's what she calls the sugar. So if you know about that kind of sugar, uh, let me know. I want to know what you think. It's supposed to be really fine sugar and excellent for baking. One thing also, uh, back to to uh, Mary Berry. In the middle of a suburban area uh, in Great Britain is this guy who is um, has a full-time job as a professional, business professional. But starting on Thursday nights, he has a real smokehouse in his backyard. I was intrigued by that because my paternal grandparents um, in where my dad grew up had a smokehouse. Now, by the time I came, I was born and it, the, the smokehouse was no longer in use. It was used when my father was a child where they did not have refrigeration so much for a lot of years and they had to smoke food to preserve it. Canning, smoking were ways to preserve food. But I loved it because they kept it and it was it was pretty long because this whole thing in their backyard was actually very beautiful. It was kind of a shotgun style, in another word, was long and fairly narrow, 
uh, except for where the, the actual smoking was done. But then when they moved it from the smoke area to store it, that was a smaller area. But it had all these great compartments. And so I was very intrigued that this guy has a literal smoke house. And I guess that would be necessary because the houses, and you know, the space is limited and the houses are close together. And um, he starts smoking on Thursday through the weekend. And, and he was, it was very great because he smokes an assortment for, there's something for everyone, no matter what your palate, if you eat meat, there is chicken, uh, there's, he, he makes something called, what he calls Lincoln, it's, um, he makes that for people that don't eat pork, it's a lamb, goes through many processes, but it, he turns it into bacon, and then smokes it, and, all sorts of, of other kinds of meats in his wonderful backyard smokehouse, which I really love that. She also visited, I, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with her, obviously, um, a farm where they had um, free range, literally free range. That's a, a term that's bandied about quite a bit, misused quite a bit. But they had, they really truly had free range chickens and they had white, light brown and dark brown and the chickens have lay eggs, obviously, according to the color of their feathers. White, light brown, dark brown. We use brown eggs. They're better. They really are better. And she agreed with that. She confirmed that. But they, they just are. They're better. Um, fresh eggs are, are important also for taste. I'm really funny about eggs. Um, I, I really prefer to have the eggs that we make at home. But I do have them. I do have them out. I'm not that. I'm not that much of a of a spoiled person, but it was very very interesting because the chickens lay eggs every day between certain hours. Every day they go in to their nest and they lay their eggs at a certain time, and they generally lay for two years, sometimes up to six, but mostly it's about two years. And these people are very um, animal. Uh, they're they're very animal friendly. They do all the right things, and they rehome the chickens after they no longer lay. They don't keep them because they this is their business, and they sell the eggs. So there you go. They they uh, they rehome the the chickens. I want to finish up on cruises because people are starting to travel again, and this article was about what not to do on cruises, how to behave on cruises, and a lot of it was just common stuff. Sounds like don't hog the the couches and the chairs and the furnitures and the things in common areas around the pools. If you're not going to be at the pool, don't put your stuff down and leave it there all day when you have no intention of using that. But also in the regular common areas where people want to come and sit and drink coffee or read or just have time to themselves, um, don't put your bags all over a bunch of chairs. Be be cautious about that or be aware of it. Be nice to the crew. It's like that one took me by surprise because why would you be rude to the crew? Um, but it's, I guess many people are. So it's like, please be nice and polite to the crew and say please and thank you, that sort of thing. One thing that really was hmm, for me, don't overpack. Don't take too much stuff that you're really not going to need. And I went, oh, I'm going to challenge that one just a little bit. Because if anyone knows me, my luggage is always stamped heavy. 
And I'm not proud of that. I would like to not be that way. I, I really would. I start out thinking I'm packing. Oh, I'm going to pack very light. But then by the end of it, I am right there at the tip of the scales when they measure for weight, for being on a plane, for being on a, on a train. I am right there at the tip top of the scale. Hope you have a great week this October week. Thanks for being here. Let me know. If you've used that Costa Sugar, I am very, very interested in that. Let me know if you know about Mary Berry, because let's talk about her. Come on. Come on in on the podcast and talk about her. Look for all these podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many, many platforms, as well as NorthPalmBeachLife.com. That is our website where we will find tons of stuff. Gary puts pictures out there. He makes it easy. He runs for All Things Cruise. You can find him there, G-E-R-R-Y, but it's pronounced Gary Barker. So go look for him about what he has written on All Things Cruise. Go find and subscribe to not just this podcast, but do subscribe to it. Now, thank you very much. But to our YouTube channel by the same name, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. This is Gigi in the 561, and I'm Pam Barker. Thank you for being with me. Stay with me.